Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. It's a Zach Sang Show. Yeah. We got Heather, we got Hi. Dan, and we welcome Allie Simpson to the couch. Woo! Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Happy to be here. It's been a minute, my friend. I know. You've known me much longer than I think anybody like in this entire country has even known me. Which is crazy because you've come quite a way, and you've done a lot since you've been here. How, when did you move here officially? Oh, like six years now. That's a big one. Yeah, which is insane. Six years in L.A., right? Yeah. Been living in L.A. six years. Biggest change in you over the last six years? Uh, I think I've just grown up a lot. I've been able to experience things and meet new people and like be a part of this industry. And I think I've just learned and grown up a lot more than or faster than my friends did at home. I don't know. It's no. been just a good experience in general. But it makes sense. Like you, yeah. you're, you're put in positions where you got kind of got to grow up fast. Yeah, you got to learn fast. You got to grow up fast so you can be thrown into the deep end. Just sort of had to figure it out. But did you genuinely like want to take on entertainment or did it really just fall in your lap? Because Cody Simpson is her brother and that's right. how we first met yeah. like seven years ago or something like that at a tour called Camplified. <laughs> it was like a, a group of like musicians and they were smaller yeah. musicians at the time. Yeah. And they would tour camps. Cool. Like, yeah. that's what it they did. It was cool at the time. It was definitely cool. I was definitely just thrown into the industry. I moved here for Cody. I yeah. I was a swimmer back home. Like, I wanted to go to the Olympics for swimming. Cool. Like, no idea about the, this industry. I had, like, no interest in fashion or music or anything. Which And then I think just being here, like, opened my mind to, like, this whole new world. And I was, like, found what I really love to do. So, like, I'll always thank Cody for, like allowing me to have that opportunity and my family but when you're making that decision like that's not an easy decision to make or were you kind of forced upon it like did you choose to move here or did you have the option to stay back and kind of swim and live normal life well mom and dad were just like what do you what do you think about moving to the usa when cody got offered the deal online and i was just like yeah cool whatever like <laughs> as if we would actually move countries i i like when they said it to me i thought they were kind of just joking and i was like yeah like it's fine, cool. <laughs> and then the day comes around, like, okay, we're leaving. I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, what? Like, we're we're going to go off to Christmas. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But, like, I was open to it because I thought it would be a fun experience. And I knew that, like, home was never going to go anywhere. And, like, my friends are always going to be there. And, and my family are always going to be there. Is that always true, though? Because, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And mm-hmm. when you go away, especially when you're going as far as the United right. States, Australia is not. Easy. It's like was, 14 hours. It's it's far. I was definitely really sad in the beginning, like leaving my friends. I was like 12 and I was like leaving my best friends and my crush. And I was like, my life's over because <laughs> um, I, ha- I really had no idea what I was going to do. And But I, I did think what Cody was doing was really cool. And I was so excited for him. And I was like excited to be like around it and, and amongst it. So it was all exciting and everything. But it's it was crazy at the time. It was exciting. I'm you, so glad we did though. Like I'm. I mean, your so glad I'm here now. Your life is forever different. Yeah. What, like you'd probably be Insane. swimming and like maybe getting ready to go to college, right? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I'd be in university back at home. Like, honestly, I don't even know what the heck I would be doing. Like, <laughs> I can't even picture myself anywhere else anymore. Like, I'm just. So happy to be where I am. Wow. Okay, but okay, yeah. being happy with where you're at right now, right? You, you also don't want to lose with what you got. Right. Because it's Hollywood and mm-hmm. it could be one thing one day and the next day totally. it could be completely and totally different. Uh-huh. Right? So you've been doing a lot over the last couple of years. Now you're really going into music. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, that's the focus. Material Boy is a single? Yes, Material Boy and I'm releasing two, two singles. I Won't Remember You Tomorrow. That's right. You got it. Yeah, so <laughs> that's that's been the focus and I've been just writing a lot and spending time with different producers and, and I think just 
being around the music industry for this long, I like found my own love for it. Yeah. And like, especially with Material Boy, it was a, one of the first songs I've ever written, and I immediately fell in love with it. And I was like, I need everybody to hear this now because it feels like me. It feels like my story. I'm like, I'm just, I'm so excited about the release. Did you write both songs? No, I didn't write. I won't remember you tomorrow. It was Got written it. by um, a guy named Justin Jesso. It was actually on the new Cargo single. Cool. Um, and the song, he sent me the song, and it just, it resonated with me really well and I connected with the story at the time in my life and um, I was so happy to be a part of it and, and in the room and, and putting my own spin on it so uh, I feel connected to both of them but Material Boy is like my baby so I'm very excited about that one. So you watch Cody do his thing in the music industry right? And Yeah. Dude all the way we were just talking about I I I featuring Flo Rida that was like the first <laughs> big single for Cody. How much would he hate us for talking about oh this right gosh. now? Oh my gosh. He's pissed. <laughs> yep. Somewhere somewhere he's angry. Yep. But I mean so you watch him navigate right? And he's yeah. really evolved and he's such totally. an incredible musician and mm-hmm. he's come such a long way. Yeah. You watch him do all that stuff how do you approach your shot at a music career? Yeah, that's a that's a good question because I, I feel like I've seen him be like I've seen him grow and experience the best and the worst of the music industry. Like I feel like he's been through everything yeah. that's bad and that's good. He in, really has in in the midst of five years, and I think it's only been beneficial to me because I can I kind of know what not to do now and, and what the right things and what the right moves would be to make so I think if anything I've learned from him and, and just sort of having him be able to like guide me and and to get to I mean to for what decisions I'm going to begin to make and you know I'm only just beginning in the music so what, what do you think the big the biggest lesson you learned from just kind of flying it on the wall with Cody I think I mean, the biggest thing I've I've learned from him, especially to see like where he's at right now, I think is that focusing on what you want to do, like mm-hmm. the music that you want to make and that you're really passionate about. And obviously we can see him like I've never seen him so happy in his life right now because he's making the music that is 1000 percent him. He's doing it all on his own. He's incredible at guitar and his voice like he's just evolved into this like true artist that you can really tell this is 100% him and he feels confident and so I think over time like seeing him and seeing him do all different things like he was dancing at one stage and doing like he's done I feel like he's done everything he's had like three different lives like (laughs) it's insane so I think I just and then seeing where he's at now I think I've definitely just learned to like do exact do what you want to do don't be influenced by anyone else you know that have their own opinions on your music or your vision or anything like that you're lucky you get to skip to the end pretty much i know basically (laughs) it definitely cuts out a lot of the the bullshit so i'm I'm happy about that material boy like we talked about is Mm -hmm. a single you wrote it what what is that process like how do you write music like and is it something that came naturally to you or yeah i mean it was it was sort of a weird discovery for me because i didn't grow up writing music i grew up around music a lot of the time and having my opinions on cody's music and or being in the room when he was writing or I mean my friends are songwriters as well so I think when I got in the room obviously I was like so nervous the first time they were like okay we're going to put you in a room with these well-established songwriters and I was oblivious to how the whole thing went and I was like what if I can't even write music like I don't even know if I can or not I just know I can sing I know I can dance so I went in there just like okay well I'm just gonna see how this goes took the jump like I was so nervous but like I got in there and I realized I was like, oh, I'm actually fairly good at this. And I, I've written like a fair few songs now that I really 
actually like really love and I think the more I work with different people and and being able to get their spin on on my story and what I have to say like Material Boy just came about in like three hours or less and like it's one of my favorite songs I've ever written so so music is your focus but you are hosting yeah. a YouTube show called yeah. Share Space which is pretty sweet yeah I'm excited about that too because I know you know I have had history in in hosting and my my radio Disney show and I've always been interested in doing that and I love hosting and I love interviewing and and stuff like that so the Share Space was like a, a random sort of opportunity that came up through YouTube and Sony in Australia and they are uh, they're not doing the X Factor anymore so they started this new like competition show music wise and that's what the share space is and I'm hosting it. So. It's it's like a it's like a social thing. It takes like a whole bunch of in, like not influencers but like yeah, young baby and up, influencers. Yeah, but young and up and coming mostly musicians, unsigned artists who they're basically giving them a chance at a record deal with Sony potentially at the end of the show and basically just putting them in studios together and seeing what they can collaborate on together and who makes the coolest music with each other and like And you're judged solely yeah. by your social engagement so if people don't care about you on the internet, then you're dead. Wow. So just like life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much like our everyday <laughs> life, unfortunately. Yeah. So, but I know it's the show is very inclusive and it's all about just collaborating and, and seeing what kind of music and cool content these people can come up with. And nice. I think me and me and the other host, Jai, are just going to sort of act as some somewhat mentors. To and them. he's another musician, right? In Australia? Yeah, from Australia. Yeah. Jai great. Waterford? Jai Whiteford. That's it. Yeah. What I mean, said. I I all said I said his last name like that for years. So I mean, something giving me. So have you shot that show yet? No, I'm going back uh, this weekend. I'll, I'll oh, be wow. there and um, shooting that for the whole month. It's an episode a day for thirty days in Australia. Yeah, in Sydney. So okay, so music goes on hold for a second while you go and shoot the show. Not really. Um, I definitely won't be going on hold because the the music comes out while I'm shooting it. In so, Australia. Yeah. So Got I'm it. like going to figure out how what I'm going to do down there, like maybe throw a release party. I don't there know. Go. I'll go and like play it, like have listening parties, things like that. So I'll cool. definitely be working and, and still trying to progress in the music while that's happening. So Well, be, I mean, that's a little nerve wracking, right? You got two really? things going on. Can you really, can you do both? Do you question that? I definitely have like thought about that. I mean, going home, but I, I know that the show that I am hosting is purely music based and, and I am very excited about like releasing the music, so I I'm not really worried about balancing the two because they're both like my passion. Yeah. So I'm like, I just feel like it's going to be an amazing month for me. Like I feel more positive and excited about it rather than like nervous. I get you. Yeah. EP. Do you have a date on that? No date on the EP right now. Um, but I think we're going to start with these two songs, and then I just want to like continue to release all the time. So like hopefully just new music every couple weeks, just like keep giving the people what they want you know hopefully they like this first batch of music and we'll go from there that's the future what's the yeah. story behind material boy yeah um material boy it's it was written about um personal experience with a guy and basically i mean i know that a lot of girls would probably experience this in la but having or dating a guy that sort of treats you more of like a like possession rather than like mm. your other a person uh, a possession over a person over rather a than person. a person yeah yeah exactly so and i think that a lot of you know young girls especially in this industry or young girls even in high school like and the way with the, the world is going right now with social media and everything i feel like girls my age can definitely relate to this kind of story and it's just the boy basically trying to impress me with materialistic things and things that don't actually please me so it's kind of what the song's about so what do you mean when you say you can go play with yourself 
<laughs> Good question. You have the lyrics, or you listen to the song? I, I just listened to it. Oh, okay. And that stuck out. Dan has like a sixth sense. <laughs> like, if there's a lyric that's somewhat dirty, Dan knows it. It's, this is the only lyric I paid attention to. Oh, I don't think he, I'm surprised you knew the name of the song. Why well, I have it. I mean, I have yeah, it sitting in front of me. That lyric was sort of like because the song, it was. It's obviously if you were the guy, you wouldn't want to hear it. You know, it's sort of like an fu type situation. Yeah. Like, I don't need you anyway. So, like, get out of here, play with yourself. I'm not going to do it for you anymore. Is it is it nice <laughs> being able to speak about these more adult things and make these references? Totally, yeah. And I, because I am 19, I'm almost 20, and I think that being able to actually share, you know, what's going on in my life and these actual stories with real guys in my life, it's it's definitely a good feeling, and I feel like I have so much to say. So, so, so what do you what do you think when you go back like two or three years or whatever, and you listen to those first few songs you released? Um, that was definitely a point where I was like, no one can listen to these songs anymore. I'm like, that's, that's my past. Like I'm moving <laughs> on. Like I want you to listen to the new stuff, but I, I'm always going to be like proud of that. And like, I learned so much from that experience and I do love those songs. And Cody even says like, my song Notice Me is still one of his favorite <laughs> songs of mine that I've ever done. That's so cute. it's like, it's, it's funny. So like, and uh, those songs are still actually doing quite well on Spotify, which is mm-hmm. so interesting. So, um, I'm I'm definitely proud of those songs, but it's definitely completely different oh, to yeah. what I'm gonna be releasing now. Yeah. I loved I Won't Remember You Tomorrow. You did? Yeah, I thought it was a really great song. I'm so glad. Yeah, it's it's slow. It's like a breakup song. I think I needed that and I, I grew up like just playing guitar and singing with my family. So I I really wanted to be able to show that element of me as well as Material Boy, which is a little bit more up tempo and, and pop. It's beautiful. Thanks. Would you and Cody ever feature each other on each other's like current projects, or do you think it kind of steals the attention away from each other? Yeah, that's a good question. We've, we've definitely always talked about collaborating, and we'd just have to find what that song would be, you know, like what's appropriate for a brother and sister to sing about together. So I think it would definitely be something to do with the world or, you know, something we're both passionate about. So I think eventually down the line we will. Right now I know we're definitely both focusing on ourselves mm-hmm. and we're both very much involved in each other's creative process. Like he'll send me songs every day and be like, what do you think? What would you change? And I did the same with him with Material Boy and I Won't Remember You Tomorrow. And so we're definitely both very involved in our creative process. But as it goes for working together, I think that'll come later on. Cool. You know, trying to do the focus on ourselves type mm-hmm. thing right now. When the time is right, they come together. It's like the Kardashians, you know? <laughs> exactly. We'll they just, promote each other. We'll reunite at some at some phase. <laughs> I know. Not even reunite. Like they, you, like would you say? Would you think? Do you think you'd be famous or known if Cody wasn't your brother? I, de- I mean, I definitely think that Cody was a big reason why I'm, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today without him being my brother. Right, like, it brought attention to you. Totally, it opened the door for me. I, I was able to build an amazing sort of social platform off of him. Like from when I was 12, I yeah. started my YouTube channel and he was very supportive of that in the beginning because he wanted me to find my own thing and do what I love to do as well. So it was almost like he definitely opened a million doors for me and I will forever be grateful for that. Kardashians, baby. <laughs> this is what I'm going to populate the world with really, hopefully, All these siblings are just going to come through. I know. There's not enough Tell- Simpsons, though. There's not enough. I know. I'm just waiting for Tom to like... He needs to get older. Yeah, yeah he needs to get old. Well, I mean, Cardi and I were 13 when we started. This is the time yeah. then. I know. He what? wants to act. This is what are you oh, kidding? He should. Yeah. He should start vlogging yesterday. Yeah, I know. He should have started yesterday. He's incredible on like the piano is also very like musically inclined. Like he teaches himself like Beethoven and like Mozart and like Oh. Okay. It's, it's insane. Wow. Like he's like he's gonna be much more successful than Cody and I. I I, <laughs> I believe it. Cody believes it, so we'll see. Is he in Australia? No, he's here. 
Everybody's here. Yeah, all Everybody's here. here. The whole fam's here. I know. No, they just left. They just left the youngest behind. <laughs> He's Mom, there alone. Dad. <laughs> yeah, no, the other. One. <laughs> I'm sure he would do just fine. He's very um very independent, very headstrong. So I'm sure he'd find his way somehow. <laughs> He'll figure it out. <laughs> He'll figure it out. <laughs> Are you still uh, doing the Disney? No, radio that's thing? all wrapped up. Yeah, so it's sort of um, finished at a good time, I guess, to transition into the music. But I did that for two years. It was a huge part of my my career. Were you? Were you I was gonna say, were you waiting for that to end to start the music? Because it's kind of been two years right since you yeah. released your last stuff yeah it was it was sort of like i was beginning to focus on it towards the end of the show and it was becoming up you know to a rap and and that was when i really did just start to find the love like the end of like six months of the show i was like okay well it's perfect transition phase because i feel like it's perfect timing and mm-hmm. and i can just sort of flow into that now i should have done that after like my first radio show came and went i should have transitioned into singing Nope. I don't know. I would have been like, I don't know. I would have been a successful. No, I don't sing. No, no, no. He doesn't. He sings all the time. He can't sing. Just sucks. But I think it'd be a very unique style. I think it would be. Do what you want to do. It's called average singing. Okay. So it's very relatable. Like, if you want to sing along with your friend or feel better about yourself, you pop in my city. That's what people want. But you could start like a whole new genre. Like, this could, you could like change pop culture you can start this whole average singing genre and it's covers and that means everybody can sing i think there's a lot of popular singers out there who are already taking care of the average singer thing (laughs) you think so Mm, i'm pretty sure okay got any names we don't have to name any names i see some chuckles back there (laughs) (laughs) some people in this room are agreeing with me nobody seems to want to say any names though i can throw out a few (laughs) what do you think taylor swift I think Taylor Swift is great. I think she's amazing. <laughs> I, you know, but her live performances have a lot left to be desired. Really? I think so. I was always a fan of Taylor Swift. I mean, I liked oh. it when she was like, like back then when she like would play guitar on stage. It'd be like really mm-hmm. cute. See, don't you, stuff. Vintage love Taylor. That. I miss yeah, old Taylor I, too. I love old Taylor. I mean, I love what she's doing now. It's very like women empowerment, very strong, very cool. Mm-hmm. But like. I really do miss miss the old Taylor. And also to clarify, I liked her stage show. Like when she goes on tour, she's she is a performer. Yeah, she's with the she's hats insane. and the, the yeah. above the audience. She puts, and stuff. On a, she puts on a great show. Incredible. Maybe yeah. she's just doing too much stuff. You know what I mean? Well, you think so? That's what well, I think she's not try- focusing on she's the. Trying to rap and it yeah. sounds awful, mm. but <laughs> she's trying everything. Yeah. She's yeah. Which is so, fine. But you go, girl. After, at your Disney show, were you talking like celebrity gossip and everything over there? Yeah, uh, uh, not too much celebrity gossip. It was, I definitely, I mean, I had celebrities on the show all the time and would interview them. So it was, the show was more like based on, I mean, it was called The Ali Simpson Show and I would just talk about like teen topics. So I'd be like giving advice or I'd be talking about music. So I'd be talking about all this kind of, I'd have my own segments, like fashion segments and things like that. And then I would have like the hour with the with this what was your thought? Well, I was just a no because yeah. a lot of times when other people come in here, they won't talk about other people. But I didn't know if like you had to do that on your show and you have to kind of transition out of that now that you're here to talk about your own music. Right. Yeah. No, because I definitely did have to talk about other people and other about their music all the time, mm-hmm. which was fine with me because I'm a very like open minded and like I want everybody to like do well. So like everybody that came in, all I was like, tell me about your music. All while I'm uh, trying to like focus on my own Plot as well. your own music. Exactly. So I was like definitely towards the end of the show, I was like, okay, I, it's, it's time to like focus on me and like I don't need to talk about other people anymore and ask about, you know, what they're yeah. doing, which I always will be supportive of, of everything that they're doing. But like it does feel good to like now focus on my own career and like move into like 
talking about my own music and what I've got coming up. See, I already effed it up. I, I let everybody know that I'm planning my own singing career. So the next time somebody <laughs> comes in... Next time, gonna, I'll come and ask about it. Next they're gonna, time I come back. They're going to look at me like I'm competition. So it's going to hurt our dynamic. No one is looking That's... at you as competition. <laughs> it's gonna, it's yeah, all the interviews are going to be weird players. from now on, now that you've said this. Everyone's oh going to be expecting God. something. Dude, Good Sam job. Smith can't come in now. How is he going to yeah, look at me in, in any clear way? Threatened by you. Yep, Sam Smith. Definitely threatened by you. You're going to have to cancel it. So do you enjoy <laughs> sitting on that side of the couch or do you like, I mean, that side, do you like being on this side better? Um, I definitely like being on this side now because I spent so much time mm-hmm. on the other side. So like I did spend two years interviewing and it just feels it feels nice to be interviewed like i actually get excited about it now like even my team's like yay like we'll send you to every interview now like cuz i'm like i want to be interviewed cuz i feel like i've i've asked everybody else about what they're doing all the time i feel like i have so much to say and i have so much to share now so i'm like i get excited when i go to interviews now that's beautiful. Like I want to be interviewed. And you are juggling a million things at once. Like you still yeah. have the shoe stuff, the hosting stuff, the music yeah. stuff. Aldo, right? Yeah, Aldo. Cool. Yeah, that's been that's been a cool collaboration because I like shop there all the time before the campaign came out. So I was like really excited about that one. Do you have your own line of shoe or have you embraced and been the ambassador for all Just of their shoes? Ambassador, yeah, photos in the store type situation. But I like love all their shoes anyway. Like I was buying, I, I mean, the amount of money I spent on Aldo last year was probably ridiculous <laughs> anyway. So like I was definitely happy about this. How, how do you juggle everything? Because I feel like I'm here all day. Mm. And... <laughs> I, I'm, what, why is everyone, I'm serious. Go. I feel like I'm here all day and this is my only job. But then I see somebody like you come in, you're, you have two s- singles coming out, you yeah. have shoes, fashion, you're hosting things. I'm like, yeah. uh, prior- you- prioritize your time. Yeah, I think that's I all it is. It's, it's tough sometimes, though. Like, you, your days are definitely filled, like, top to bottom. And, like, by the time the day's over, I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. Like, I'm trying to, like, find the balance. I mean, I'm trying to, like, have fun as well. But, like, it definitely takes up a lot of your time. But, like, it doesn't feel like work to me, though, because I do love to do it. And, like, I want to go and, like, make music. And I want to... Well, I was going to say, now that you're making music, don't you want to just focus on music all day? Like, is is hosting a show for other singers, like, kind of get in the way of that? I mean, I definitely thought about that in the beginning, but I know that this show is very, you know, music-orientated. Like, it's music-based, and I am hosting it, and, like acting as a mentor as an established artist to these people so it definitely is a cool feeling for me to be that for them because I love doing that and um but I think it doesn't I mean I I'm still so passionate about hosting and I definitely feel like I'm my strengths are there as well so like I definitely want to keep doing that but if I can balance it with the music like it's definitely my first priority but I think with the show and like I'm, I'm so excited about the share space I think it's perfect okay yeah. as a host of a competition show yeah do you think <laughs> This is a question. I just have this. Do you think that... He has an original question. They're all original. Do you think that (laughs) all these, like, American Idol and The Voice, do you think they're becoming more about the hosts and the judges rather than the actual singers? Um... Not necessarily. I mean, they. I mean, with things like The Voice and and shows like that. I mean, they do have incredible hosts and incredible judges, and that definitely brings a lot of awareness to the show and a lot of attraction because people want to see them. You know, mm-hmm. be the judge and be the host. Um, but I think there's always that room for like up and coming people like get so excited about this new person and you hear them sing and you're like, oh my god, like 
this is this is awesome and you can see that potential so i think there's always that like open door for the new the new up and coming you know but the show also I mean, has to be different well i get yeah. that but like after the show is over you rarely hear about these winners anymore and you all you hear all about you know like, what did miley say to adam or what did blake say to this right, person and there's, yeah there's always sort of that element i think and and some people break out of the show stigma and some don't so i think it just depends on how you sort of approach it once you leave the show. Like, if American Idol had the same judges as a voice, but it was set up as American Idol, I think the show would kind of still blow. What, you're saying American Idol's not good? I uh, Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't... Watch we don't watch American Idol. We don't want to judge the new season yet. I like the, the voice. I, the I, voice is amazing. Yeah, I but really it, like the voice. It's everything. It's the judges, it's the way the show's set up, it's the blind auditions. Yeah, everything about that show is fantastic. Yeah, it, yeah. It, top to bottom, it's a, it's a different production, so I don't think the judges and the hosts are everything. Yeah, I just think the show's great in general. I mean, I don't watch American Idol but anymore, but... Well, I'm gonna try it out. I was I used to watch Australian Idol like that was my thing growing up. Like, Guy Sebastian. Oh yeah, that's my man. The original. Uh huh. Are you are you gonna really push your music in Australia? Yeah, I want to. I mean, I do have like, an awesome fan base there, and they're always so supportive of like homegrown acts. Like yeah. every time Cody and I go home, it's really exciting, and they get excited because we're from there and we have things to talk about. Like because we're over in LA doing these things, it's just it's a whole another world. So like. I definitely am going to do the big push back home because I want to, like, I want to be able to do that with all my fans down there and friends and family. How are we going to get Kyle and Jackie O to play your record? I will, uh, I, they'll be playing it. <laughs> like, hang outside I the kids' offices? The, I, I'm like, worry. I've got this sorted out. I would love, I mean, I would be so grateful if they did, but I know that I'll be, I'll be going in there to talk to them, so. They're like, the, they're the gold standard. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. I, I love them. They're the great, they're, in my opinion, I think they're like top three radio shows in, in the world. Totally. And they've always been so supportive of, of Cody and I and, or anyone, like any up and coming Aussie singers that like, just love it. So yeah. like. It's, if I can get them on board too, I would love it. So there's a really warm embrace for talent down there. It's exciting. Always, yeah, always. It's really nice. And I want to thank you and your family because you guys were like my first glimpse into Australian culture. So from that moment on, I realized <laughs> that Australian people are amazing. And yeah, that I, I just I, I think to, you, to be around you them, gave us that it. that hope from with people over here too. Like we just always loved you. Like you were always so <laughs> kind and like so exciting to be around. We're like it's Zach. <laughs> He's so nice. And then there's the rest of America. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. There's Zach, and then there's everybody else. So like, except you guys, I love you guys. Oh, uh, thank you. That's why. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Sang show. You're like, that was really sincere. Thanks. Here's the finger. (laughs) They're bubbles. (laughs) Do you have a Halloween costume? No, I'm going to be in Australia for Halloween. They celebrate that down there, yeah? They do, but it's like a quarter of the amount that they Uh, do here because it's an American holiday, but like I think it's just an excuse for Australians to party and like throw big rages. Same for us. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's a Tuesday this year. Yeah, and even though it's not an Australian holiday, it's like, yeah, let's just throw some huge body just because. Do you still have a house there? No. Well, you guys are like... D- yeah, we're gone. Oh my god! They moved here. She said yeah. in the beginning. Are you mo- all everybody? Well, I mean, I didn't know. Like, you can move here and still have something there. You have no, no idea. No, there's no house there. Um, every time we go back, we just stay with family and friends. Are you? They're a- all still there. Are you afraid that Tom is going to lose his accent? I always thought that he would, and he's going to school here, but he still hasn't. Okay, good. Yeah, you I want don't that. want him to. Yeah, but no. now that he's getting into acting, he's doing all these like little like classes and roles and accents. So I'm like, oh, but Tommy's gonna grow up and turn into an American. <laughs> oh no, it's terrible. <laughs> What's he gonna do? No, but I think I think I mean. The, the good thing is that we mo- we did move here as a family, so like we did talk to each other all day, every day, so it wasn't like we were losing our accents. Material Boy, that is a single. Is it out right now fully? Uh, it comes out October 12th. 
13th. October 12th or 13th. Are you releasing both <laughs> singles at the same time? At the same time. It's uh-huh. definitely the 12th. October twelfth. Yeah, October twelfth. Yeah. It's the twelfth. Material Boy <laughs> and I won't remember you tomorrow. Both singles are going to drop. Yes. I, I think I won't remember you tomorrow is a really like I told you it's a phenomenal record. Yeah, that, it's a really. I good actually one. performed it for the first time uh, last week in Coney Island and nice. everybody liked it because it was like a slow sit down song and it was really interesting because I had this like group of like three like older men like come up to me and not in a creepy way like <laughs> and they asked me like what's your Instagram? And first of all, I'm like, okay, well, they just want to follow me on Instagram. Like, and I did think it was creepy, but then they're like, oh no, we just want to know because like, we really like that breakup song and we just want to know when it comes out. And I was like, that's so cool because like, not only can it like connect with the young teen girls or anything like that, like, I mean, everybody's been heartbroken before, so like everybody can relate to it in some way. And like, even old creepy men have had their yeah, heartbroken. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that made me really excited about the release because I'm like, oh, everybody's gonna like it. Dan, My grandparents. See, that's nice. <laughs> yes. Dan, have you ever had your heart broken? Because you said everybody's had their heart broken. Uh, for some reason, I don't think you have. Do you believe that? I think everybody has. If they to some, if they're uh, a certain age, maybe. I'm 26. Were you a heartbreaker? No, I just don't involve myself with that. I sit around with He my... just doesn't have a heart. That's the thing. <laughs> so you're just you can't cold. break something you don't have. It's a black hole. <laughs> yeah, so you're just cold yeah. over there, like never been heartbroken. You I have ha- like a pet die or anything like that, right? Like your cat. Heather, why would you bring that up? <laughs> See? That, I, I found it. <laughs> no. You were hard. You, you, found it. you found the soft spot. I found Keep it. Digging. When your cat's passed. Okay. Yes. <laughs> when Max and Rocky he's, moved on. He's still in mourning. He's on all black. Okay, yeah. Then you're right. Everyone has. Yeah. I won't remember you tomorrow, right, but hopefully you remember your cats yeah, tomorrow. I will never cats. forget them. Let's move on to something I'm else real sorry, quick. I'm sorry, Dan. Well, are we these, found the soft spot. <laughs> are these two songs written about the same person? Um, uh, no. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a yes or no. I think she said I think, yes. Well, I did. I wrote Material Boy. I was relating I won't remember you tomorrow to someone else. Um, no, yeah, based around the same guy. <laughs> Yeah. Is there it, might have been like an element of someone else as well in Material Boy. It might have been about two guys. Oh. You know, not at, like, at the same time, obviously, but like mm. it was elements of the mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. relationships. How long did this uh, relationship go on for? Uh, one of them was longer. And How like, long? A couple months. Okay. Not like too long. And then the other one was just like a bit of a fling. Got it. Were they the guy that I saw pictures of you with on Daily Mail? Ooh, <laughs> you've done your research. Who is um, it? it? His it, name is Conrad Sewell. Oh, Conrad Sewell. He's a yeah, singer. Yeah, you know Conrad? Yes, he's a big singer with yeah, long like, blonde hair. I mean, I did Conrad I for a while. Like, we still talk. Like, we're in a good place. But, like, it's, there was elements. Yeah. Okay. Conrad, I guess. And his sister was on that GE Easy record. Yeah, she's great. They're both so talented. You don't own me. Yeah. That was her. I know that song. Yeah. I know it. Wow. <laughs> I like you. You're doing your research. <laughs> Have anything else over there? Any, any, yeah, any what else? Any what else surprises? I wish. Let me look. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. You guys made me feel sad talking Wait, about my dead cat. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now we know how to get Dan to shut up. <laughs> Bring up the cats. <laughs> <laughs> So, have you ever had an animal die? <laughs> don't, you don't, oh, my fish, but oh. not the same as cats. I probably killed my fish. Like I don't know how it died. Like, yeah, flush it down the toilet. I did oh. after it was dead. Hold up. <laughs> That's what he's supposed to do, isn't it? Yeah, you have yeah. to. Yeah. Well, I, I buried my fish. Supposed to, to put be it fair. back in the sea. I, well, <laughs> That's where. That's where the toilet goes. Right to the ocean. <laughs> I thought the toilet was inhumane. You don't flush 
live fish down the toilet. No, no, just I mean, dead ones. Mum actually was cleaning out my fish bowl once <laughs> and it fell down the sink. Oh, <laughs> Alive! I know, yeah. Mum was probably just... <laughs> this was when I was like 10 and I really liked this fish and it was called Bubbles and it was the cutest Aww. little thing ever and then Mum was just cleaning out the tank and obviously just cleaning out the fish tank is like the most ridiculous and hard thing to it, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut to Bubbles now like this ginormous goldfish just feeding off a of prey in the ocean. Yeah, it probably hates me. Probably talking down the yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Alice, mom, just let me sink. <laughs> so, hold on. You're kind of having a, a fling here. we got to go back to Dan. You're kind of having a fling here with Conrad Sewell. Yeah. He kind of inspires these two songs that you release. I mean, your hope is that he's okay with him being the inspiration. Would you be okay if he wrote a song about you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the songs, like, we all know that, like, I mean, sometimes music can be a little bit exaggerated of the situation. Like, I'm not trying to be mean or anything. I don't know. I'm not a musician. um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I think... if if I, I mean if I could be the inspiration for a good song or a bad song, I think that'd be great anyway. Like I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless it's unless like if it was really mean, I would be hurt. But like I know that Conrad has hurt the songs. He likes the songs. Okay. Yeah. So you 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 went to him for advice or his approval? A little both. bit of both. And if he yeah. said don't release this, you were gonna say okay. I said I'm releasing it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. He's actually a part of the I won't remember you tomorrow music video. Which oh, will be coming out. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Is he Australian too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Did you guys meet there or here? Um, we met about two years ago uh, in Australia at the Arias at the awards back home, and then I didn't see him for two years until Coachella this year. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Coachella really brings people together. It really does. <laughs> and this was like a new and improved <laughs> Ali Simpson, you know? Yeah. Two years goes by and... Yeah. So he saw me back then, he had a crush on me, and then he saw me two years later and was like, whoa. I mean, dude, he's... Up, he, he's like 29 <laughs> years old. Totally joking. I know he is much older than me, which is interesting for me, but... Oh, yeah, I, that, I had to talk to the parents about that one. Yeah, you gotta get approval. <laughs> they were fine with it, though. Conrad's great. So great you were... Da- what, were you 18? He was 29, so that's 11 years? I'm 19. 10 Ni- years, yeah. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I'm mature. What, what, what does dad yeah. say? What, what, what does uh, Mr. Simpson say when you go, I'm going to date somebody who's 10 years my senior? Obviously, he was... Don't phrase it that way. <laughs> yeah, don't say like that. <laughs> Obviously, dad was like a little bit more protective, but mom and dad have always been so open about me dating. Like, it's it's they've always been really just like, whatever makes me happy. That's like, nice. They're, they're down for, so... I didn't actually know Conrad was 29 until after the fact. Like, it was like, I saw him at Coachella, and then I thought he was, like, 22 or something, and then I Googled it when I was driving home from Coachella, and I, like, looked at my friend, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> 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 what am I going to do? <laughs> Date up, him anyway. <laughs> exactly. No, he's great, and we're, we're in a good place now, so. Cool. All is well, Conrad. Ma- material boy. I won't remember you tomorrow. <laughs> I won't remember the song title. <laughs> so it, I want to say I won't remember you, but then it's I won't remember you tomorrow. I got to remember that tomorrow part. Yeah, because I won't remember you tomorrow. It's the whole thing. I won't remember you tomorrow. It's just like I'm moving on really easily, you know. I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. Cool. October 12th, both records drop. Oh, yeah. Anything else on anybody else's mind? No. Oh, do you ever get, not confused, but like, does anyone ever hit you up on like Twitter or something and think you're Ashley Simpson? And not Allie Simpson? <laughs> Sometimes. I, I get asked a lot of the time if I'm related to Jessica Simpson, like if she's you a do, sibling. Uh, there's, there's a, yeah. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. 
okay. think Cody always got that as well. But yeah, we definitely do get the Ashley. People Jessica confuse type. Cody and Jessica Simpson often. All the time. <laughs> right? I yeah, can see that's it. exactly what happens. <laughs> I can see it. He has new music coming too. Yeah, he just released his new music. It's good. It's good. It's very good. Here's my prediction. Oh, cool. Right. Ooh, I'm let's, ready. Let's go. I think Allie and Cody are going to end up collaborating with each other, but it might not be vocally. I think he might uh I think he what? might shred a little bit, you know? Play some guitar on a couple records. Oh. You know? Uh-huh. That's actually a great prediction. I See? he's wanted to do that already. Wow. Mm. Look at that. Wow, look at you go. Just a Nostradamus. You can see the future. Totally. I love it. Anyway, Allie Simpson, <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out That's with fun. us. Share Space is a YouTube show that you're going to be hosting. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. And uh, the new record shop on October 12th. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for guys. coming by. Thanks thank for having you. me. A pleasure. Allie yeah. Simpson. Yeah. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.